Welcome to Study Hall, our weekly series where we answer questions from our community on the topics we cover each day. Have a question you'd like answered? Email us at hello at antiracismdaily.com with the subject line, Ask the A. R. D. This week, we're discussing how to best support workers on strike. Here's question number one. As much as I support unions and efforts to improve labor rights, I find it hard to be 100% behind the recent strikes. I respect the reasoning behind them, but what about the non-union workers and their families? And those in need of work? How is that fair? How can we favor the needs of one working class group over another? The decision to strike is a challenging thing to do. It's not the first, second, or even third course of action but often the last-ditch effort when other bargaining tactics have failed. Since U.S. labor laws are weak, withholding labor becomes a powerful tool for workers and is often the only option for us to exercise power and create change, but it comes with risks. In the case of the writers and actors strike, this could be the pausing or termination of new or in-progress work, thus losing income not only for union and non-union writers and actors but also for the production and editing teams, costume and hair-slash-makeup departments, etc. So much emphasis is placed on workers to consider the effect the strike would have on the economy, their communities, and the American people, removing any culpability from the companies. It's not fair that all these workers, who are most likely also struggling in these industries, are affected. Still, that burden of fairness should fall not on the strikers, but rather on the companies, CEOs, stockholders, and top executives who created the conditions where workers felt like their only option to receive livable wages, job security, safer work conditions, etc., was to risk everything they are fighting to get and protect. We lose when we blame and criticize those fighting inequality over those perpetuating it because there's nothing fair about working for poverty or unlivable wages while the CEO makes almost $30 million annually. Or dying or collapsing of heat exhaustion while working in vehicles without air conditioning during record heat waves. Or being expected to fill the duties of a 10-person team due to understaffing. Yet workers, union and non-union, across all industries are often placed in these precarious situations and forced to deal with a fallout. Two months after Congress and the Biden administration blocked a looming railroad strike, the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, occurred. Such a strike would have drawn nationwide attention to the safety concerns plaguing the industry that railroad workers and unions have warned about for years, but were largely ignored in favor of profit margins. Good labor practices benefit us all. But they don't happen on their own. The gains achieved by union efforts, be it from collective bargaining or strike, have a spillover effect that benefits non-union workers, including higher wages, safer working conditions, and better company standards. In 2021, non-union workers at John Deere received an 8% wage increase after a five-week strike by the United Auto Workers. When UPS and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters reached an agreement on a new contract in August, it not only prevented a major strike but resulted in the agreement that vehicles would have air conditioning, the ending of two-tier employment, and the creation of more full-time positions, a win for both union and non-union workers. Strikes are not easy on any worker, but they are meant to be disruptive. And the best way to help end them as supporters of all workers is by showing solidarity for their cause and applying pressure on companies on a national or local scale. Amplify the message of striking workers on social media, sign petitions, walk the picket lines, donate to strike funds, and answer any other calls for support.
Question number two. How can I best support striking workers as a consumer? As a customer, listen to the needs of the workers. And I don't mean what the company posts on their Facebook page. First, look for posts, statements, or other communications from employees directly. You can also look for social accounts for unions that represent workers at different companies or industries. The union protecting Starbucks workers, for example, has dedicated social accounts that is mainly used to recruit other employees, but is a helpful overview of demands. Another good one is Restaurant Workers United, which highlights efforts to unionize across the industry. It's national, so imagine my surprise where, shortly after I started following their account, I saw an entire unionization battle unfolding at a restaurant two blocks from my house that I didn't know about prior. If you're unsure where to start, consider, do I know the names of the employees where I go? How does their working condition seem? How often do I see new versus familiar faces? How has this business responded to tragedies or disasters where I live? What causes does the organization promote on their store walls or on social media? Spend more time thinking about the values that matter most to you when engaging with different businesses and get thoughtful on how you can create more touch points that can inform your decision making. And lastly, don't just listen but do. If there's a call to action not to order from the restaurant that day, don't. If they request shoppers not to cross a physical picket line, don't. You might do so unintentionally. Of course, we can't know everything all the time. If you find yourself moving against the requests of those on strike, try to make it up by engaging in another call to action. You can call or email the establishment and let them know you stand with unionizing workers and urge the business to agree to their demands. Or you can make a public statement on social media. And you can tell others about what's happening that might frequent that business, too. It all counts and it all matters, especially as employees across sectors and industries advocate for better working conditions for all. The Anti-Racism Daily is made possible by contributions from our community. Join in by making a one-time or monthly donation. You can find us on Venmo at Anti-Racism Daily. Or you can give on our website, www.the-ard.com. Thank you for being here and have a great day.